Welcome to the High Key Low Key Podcast and Sit Still Studios. I'm your host, Josh, and co-host Jay and Stefan will be tuning in here shortly. Brought to you by Rudaroo Radio. That is R-U-D-A-R-O-O Radio.com. R-U-D-A-R-O-O Radio.com. Welcome to the High Key Low Key Podcast. Hello, everybody. What up? <laughs> Y'all have decent Irish impressions. Jason does. No, I don't. I can say price. There's like price. 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 Jason can do any impersonation. Mish is not true. Irish is actually my weakness, dude. I really? Can't, I can't do the Irish one. I make him do it all the time. Fuck you. Say it like you're Japanese. <laughs> it it comes you. out Fuck to, you. Uh, as Scottish. Yeah, yeah, every time I feel like I try to do Irish, I do Scottish. It just happens. But all my other impressions are super stereotypical racist impressions. So. I do a really good Indian impression. Hello. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever, Donald, do whenever oh, Donald Trump talks okay. about the president of India, he does an impersonation of an Indian guy. I thought you were going to say inversion of a version. <laughs> inversion <laughs> of a version. <laughs> the inversion of the version. An inversion. An inversionation. A Persian inversion. So, we have been watching... I've been on and off with it. Kelsey's Burial. been watching it. What's it called? The Staircase. Staircase, right. So, it's like a Is murder like, documentary. Okay. Netflix, okay? Oh, uh, I must say Netflix? Yeah. Okay, the Staircase. People have died. Oh, I've seen the trailer for this shit, but I haven't... Oh, man. I haven't taken the first step down the staircase or other. Me? It's, it's worth it. How much do you want a spoiler? Uh, I don't like spoilers, especially if I'm going to watch that shit. It's brush called Staircase. <laughs> Just right. brush the surface, but not too much. It's you know, a documentary about a suspected murder slash accident where this wife supposedly or allegedly fell down the stairs and died. And they think it's the husband, who is also an author. Now, if you watch this show, there's going to be... No sides interesting. that you're rooting for, okay? Because one side is an obvious, very corrupted, they have nothing, they're grasping at straws, making shit up. And the other side is, dude, you're obviously hiding something, and this shit doesn't add up. Okay, I was saying something throughout this entire thing that, like, nobody apparently thought was of importance whatsoever. God, but the whole point of the conversation is the spoiler, I guess. But, I... Not really, because you know that I'll the whole thing is about, did he really kill her or not? And they keep bringing these things of evidence that aren't evidence. They have no proof or nothing. They're just like, well, maybe it was this weapon. But they have no they, weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They invented, like, a weapon. Like, there was no weapon at the scene. It there was, was coming up with shit. Yeah, and they tried saying it was from blunt force trauma, but there was no blunt force trauma or anything. Either way, dude, I call bullshit both sides. Like, something's not fucking right. And let's just say who the suspected real murderer is. It's uh, quite a surprise, really. It's a mouse, dude. What's a twist? No, but it makes sense. So they know who actually, like, what actually happened? There's a theory. Okay. There's but a, it's... Let's say, because... I don't even think it's a theory, dude. It's beyond a theory at this point because, well, okay, they've got evidence. Not only does their theory match everything physically with the victim, but there's also traces of the murderer on the victim, right? They couldn't tie the girl's husband to her like that, or the murder weapon, or anything. It was all hearsay and making this shit up, this and that. So, somebody sees the photos of, like, the lady's injuries and whatever, blah, 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 and they're kind of like, I've seen that before, I know what that's from. They go on that word and they investigate a little bit more, they come to find out they find evidence of that fucking suspect, so to say. 
on the murder scene and on the victim. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I called bullshit the whole time on everything, all of it. Like, it's all bullshit. It's not the end of it, though. I guess there's still technically a little bit more. Because, like I said, there's a statute of limitations on shit like that. And when new evidence comes to light, whether it's against or for the defendant, it has to be brought back. Like, that's only fair. Like, well, it doesn't have to. I'm just saying it can't be fully denied because that's, well, within the law. And it's kind of part of the due process. So, there's that. So, I mean, it all adds up. And the guy should have a fucking retrial. <laughs> <coughs> Appeal it. So is the husband, like, sitting in jail, pretty much? I think so. We whole... haven't finished it, so I don't know definite. Mm. Like, he doesn't... This is all recent? Or it's been... Long. It was put out a couple months ago or something like that, right? It's relatively new. The case is old, though. The case is from in the early 2000s. So it's almost two decades old at this point. But a lot of shit, like especially like murder and stuff like that, like the trials take a long time. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah, it's true, man. And I mean, for good reason. But I should get smoking a cigarette in here sometime. Straight, um, so true. he, <laughs> the guy <coughs> gives you so many like signs of being like super guilty, like how he acts, all sorts of stuff, like his ex-wife being fucking found dead at like but she was at the bottom of the staircase too right yeah. because she had like an aneurysm and fell down the steps like that was all proven though and then 17 years prior though yeah in germany yeah in germany and then uh a bunch of people start coming forward and saying that they have all this but it just dude it's i've never seen such a sad display of like I don't know, courtroom behavior from, like, lawyers and attorneys and the fucking district attorney. Holy shit, dude. Like, the main three uh, attorneys in this show are, like, so fucking stereotypical and textbook. It's almost like they learned how to be a lawyer from watching movies. Yeah. And they're awful at it. All of them are fucking awful, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't know. The, the whole thing from the beginning... One side was basing some shit off of something that wasn't right. Then the other side was making shit up and basing it off of that. So it's like, you're mistaken on what happened to her. And they weren't really trying to figure out what happened. They just were trying to disprove the other people. Which, if you wanted to disprove them, then really prove what happened. Don't just sit there and defend yourself. You need to figure out what happened. Because honesty will come through in the end. And if you're just sitting there saying, no, I didn't, no, I didn't the whole time, then nobody's going to, you know, you need that, that fucking proof, dude. But, yeah. Staircases. Staircase. Staircase. Which is staircase. a part of just one staircase. Yeah, because you get it? Like, the staircase. The staircase. I don't the think staircase. It is. But get it? Like, staircase and the staircase, like, the case, you know? Okay. Kelsey's like, I actually did not. <laughs> I love when people miss a good pun. That means it's a good pun. Hell yeah. But anyway, dude. That's how you know. If you are so inclined, watch that shit. And if you don't want to watch it, then sit through it anyway. Because the end of Just it, watch it anyways. Yeah, dude, because Just the end of it, watch it is gonna fucking... As sad as this lady's death is and stuff, I think tragedy plus time equals comedy. It's been almost two decades. It's kind of funny. All of this because of what actually happened. I want to say it's so bad. There are some good gotcha moments in there. Yeah. Like while they're on trial, you're like, oh, got him. But there's a three-minute video at the very end that if you go into the extras on Netflix and look through all the episodes, and it's called, it's called what the theory is, but I'm not going to say it, but if you watch it, it's like, that's it. After, through the whole series, all 12 episodes, you don't believe crap that they're saying. You're like, no, there's something missing. And then you read that, watch that three-minute clip about their theory, and you're like, that's it. That makes perfect sense, and it's the most craziest theory on earth, but it does. It makes perfect sense. It does, totally. 
But what's sad is that this lady's death was... Like, the whole situation was apprehended by people who don't give a fuck about what actually happened to her. Because if they did, they would have known that fucking day when it happened. They would have put everything together. They would have been like, oh, they obviously didn't do forensics properly if they missed that whole concept. You know, can't say it because that's a spoiler. But anyway, watch that shit. You did it's a good funny. job not spoiling that. Thanks, dude. Yeah, really dude, hard. you did. You're, you're, you're like, you're <laughs> close. <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah. spoil, yeah. no. It's really hard. It's really hard. But it's mm. awesome. I was so pissed off because of how much, like, misconduct there was. And it was just some fucking stupid judge, dude, that wasn't even paying attention the whole time. Who looks like Ben Carson. You don't know who that is? He ran for president? Yeah. Anyway. On to the music. Yeah, our music, uh... Burial Oath. Burial Oath. And, uh, I think it's PTA Hill, or PTAHIL. Tay Hill. Like Pterodactyl Hill. Hail. But they're really deathcore, man. Hail. Like satanic deathcore. Serpent's Slut is the first album, or the first song, not album, my bad. And it is by Burial Oath. Are we listening to Goat Whore today? (laughs) Here we go. Serpent's slut. It was heavy. So is it like like some some black deathcore porno grind? Something, cause I didn't understand. Anything. I'm not making any of that up. That's real shit. Really? Yeah. For sure. Well, I guess so. Dude, when it comes to like black metal, death metal, deathcore, speedcore, thrash, all that shit, it's like. <laughs> 
what I listened to. I was listening to Cannibal Corpse literally when I was five years old, dude. I'm not exaggerating. For real. And on the other hand, like, Rob Zombie, White Zombie was, like, one of the first records I've ever bought, you know? You like, uh, Children of Bodom? Dude, I... Alright, first off, Alexi Leho is, like, probably one of my favorite guitarists ever. He'll sit there and shred and scream, and he's, like, four feet tall, dude. I think I have a list of underrated underrated guitarists. I'm pretty sure he's on there. Definitely. The whole band is underrated, dude. And the best thing about Children of Bodom is, like, they pump out a super wicked good sound with just being, like, super raw analog with their gear. You know? I've, like, seen shows, like, recorded of them playing with just like amp game and distortion and small places and sounding fucking awesome dude and their keyboard is just so fucking good yeah children boat is awesome oh yeah dude, they're on my list of underrated guitar- i'm gonna actually read that off dude underrated guitarists huh yeah tosin abasi should be number one on there he is the best guitarist of our generation Hands down, motherfucker. For who is he? Tosin Bossy. Animals is leaders with his band. Okay. Uh, but he makes like his own shit because he can do like a million things. He's got like this ninety. Versatile. Yeah, he he's got like this ninety degree bend on his thumb, so he plays like on eight strings, dude, and he can like slap some of his strings like perfectly without hitting the other ones because he's got that weird bend. It's freaking nature. He is, like, seriously freaking nature. nature. And he sort of looks like the guy that plays Steve Urkel. But, like, really buff. Okay. Like, he hasn't always been, but... I don't know, once he, like, started going on tour and stuff, and all he can do is write music and work out. <laughs> it's all he does. So he's, like, this massive black dude just shredding on his fucking guitar, making it sound like he's playing a bass and his guitar at the same time. That's awesome. He's so good. Ripping. Dude, he's amazing. Yeah, I should definitely have him on here, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, I think he's I think he's the most underrated guitarist of our generation. What's his name again? Tosin Obasi. Tosin Obasi. And he's like the best guitarist of our generation, dude. Tosin Obasi. It's an awesome name. He took like Where is he even from? Uh the state? I fucking don't remember what state he's from. He's from America. Okay. I don't remember where they're from. Actually, I'm have to find out. But you know, the other guitarist Javier is a seriously amazing guitarist too. And just standing next to that guy, even him, it's like you're not that good, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I give any drummer in the world kudos that can make a song Nigerian. with that guy. What? He's Nigerian. I know he's Nigerian. But he's from America. Didn't you say you didn't know where he was from? No, I said I don't know where in America. What, oh. what state? You just got served. <laughs> oh, I googled that for you. Okay. I know he's Nigerian. Animals as leaders. Where's animals as leaders from? I've got a... Washington, D.C. God, ah, fucking... There you go. I almost said Seattle. <laughs> Most motherfuckers are from Seattle, dude. Washington. Seattle, Seattle, right. Like, it's conflates. I knew there was a Washington in there. Ballpark. Yeah, babe. Ballpark, exactly. (laughs) I play the field. (laughs) (laughs) Like Nancy Grace, right? (laughs) Throw it all out there and something's bound to stick. Here, you want to read it off? Sorry, dude, sure. I put 10. Mike McCready from Pearl Jam. Okay. John Frusante. Agreed. Agreed. Brendan Small. Don't even make me start ranting about Brendan Small. Yeah. She even knows who he is because of how much I love that guy. Claudio Santra. Totally agree with that too, dude. Nice list. Nice list. Okay, so I've never known how to say his name. Is it Josh Home or Hom? I thought it was Hom. I usually say home. Two M's? <laughs> yeah, two M's. Home. 
Greg Trebet also agreed. The timing on this guy, right? Like, he was playing gent-style music before the tone was invented. Super weird fucking timing, dude. Awesome. Dave Gilmore, really? Do you think he's underrated? Yeah, Jay. Everybody in the world knows who Dave Gilmore is, though. Not everyone, dude. Well, anybody who's like, you know, who knows who guitarists are. I just had to put him, man. Like, I guess. He's so good. I guess. Mark Morton agreed. But if you put Mark Morton, you got to put Willie Adler as well. Because, I mean, Willie Adler is definitely underrated, too. Both of them are insanely underrated. Maybe not within the metal community and, like, people who play guitar, but... Everybody who doesn't play guitar knows who the fuck Jimi Hendrix is or fucking, you know, what's his name? Eddie Van Halen. Thank you. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. All right, so Van Halen is arguably the best guitarist of that generation because of everything that he introduced and turned up the fucking scales on what people were playing, dude. Totally shredded in, like, shredded in the way that wasn't just him soloing over everybody, right? It was different. Exactly, dude. Like what Tom Morello was in the fucking 90s. Right, man. And that's literally the same type of thing that Tosa Nabasi is. And, like, because of the, like, attention of where music is right now and stuff and the underappreciation, I feel, probably a little biased, but for, like, you know, especially metal musicians, but indie musicians and like not pop labels they're all fucking underrated bro but like Tosin Abbasi man fucking Dusty from Between the Buried and Me and, and, and Paul what's his name fucking I can't remember their names Dusty and Paul from Between the Buried and Me as well really really good for sure dude um What the fuck is that guy's name? He's on YouTube. And That's a lot of dudes, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man. He's got YouTube's like, Angel Vivaldi. Angel Vivaldi. That guy is totally underrated. No, no, no. All right, so sorry, I go on. Alexi Leho from Children of Bodom, as we discussed, and John Petrucci. Really, John Petrucci, dude, he's got like the most expensive fucking signature guitars of all time. Bro, his guitars, his last one, called The Music Man, looks like a fucking goddamn Transformer. I'm not <laughs> shitting you, dude. That's Underrated? Definitely not, dude. Dream Theater is like iconic, bro. No John, no no John. He no. I don't know that many people that know Dream. I guess. Well, okay, then good for you for uh, getting out there and learning some other motherfuckers. So, have you been Dream listening John, to Children of Bodom? Yeah, I've been listening to them. Fucking love that band, dude. Fucking love that band. Obviously, you know I love Lamb of God as well. Definitely. I uh, even know Lamb of God, so I mean Lamb of God yeah. is definitely not. We fucking love <laughs> like the radio though so that's like why I think you know you get that sort of underrated feeling from it yeah but they matter where it matters Claudio Sanchez is definitely underrated though like he's he's a shredder so is their other guy he sings guitarist. and shreds yeah and he hits yeah. really good notes yeah. like super clean and he waves that fucking hair around like bro yeah <laughs> Sullivan right. King he's like a dubstep like DJ he like shreds too. He got hair. He like screams and everything. He like incorporates his guitar a lot into that's dope. His performance into some gent step. What's his name? Sullivan King. Sullivan. Sullivan King. Yeah, he's from California. He fucking goes hard, dude. Yeah, man. Cool, cool. I fucking love Check him like out, dude. like good metal and fucking electronic. Dude, like, no, he like mixes, mixes his metal dude. with along with his dubstep and like the like the electronic music and that's like the shit. Perfect, perfect mix. It's really fun, dude. That shit fucking is a good, sweet spot. He's a good DJ. Sometimes, good dude, dude, I'll put on like some random fucking dubstep and shit mm -hmm. and then play drums with it. Yeah. And, like you can flip on some double bass and make it as fucking heavy. It's so yes. much fun, dude. I think electronic artists, good ones, don't get enough credit. Like if you talk to a lot of older musicians and shit and you show them Skrillex, they'd be like, 
this is bullshit. And I'd be like, you're bullshit, dude. First off, you don't know shit about anything modern, dude. So don't even come up in here. Skrillex did a lot for the the whole EDM, like, dubstep scene. He did, dude. He, like, brought it to where it is at, honestly. He was tweaking it. All right. So, like, you know how we can sit down and change frequency to get certain sound when, like, if you're recording Mm -hmm. a guitar part or something? He was taking, like... Just a synth noise, dude, and then stretching that shit out in frequency. So it went from beep to blub. That fucking easy. And then just fucking mix it up. It's, dude. Study more is the shit. We all know it. And he fucking engineered and produced Incubus last year. He's very, very good, but like his newer shit. I feel like it maybe dropped off a little bit and then he's come maybe he's building back up, but Yeah. I feel like he definitely lost himself for a second there. Well, I don't he's think been he did doing that. a lot of like features though. Yeah, dude. exactly. He's, he's super he, experimental. He did a lot of more like mainstream shit kinda of to feel like to more like appeal to more people. Yeah. Kinda of get more of like a fan base, reach out to more people. Dude, I don't even know if it was just for that. I don't I just think it's because like it's like uh like Cashmere Cat, dude. He's not a mainstream DJ, but, mm-hmm. like, mainstream people will go to him to make... Good things. Yeah, like, projects that are off the radio and shit. Like, you've ever heard Wax Taylor before? Dope-ass fucking beats, dude. He made a song with ASAP Rocky. Like, but nobody would hear that on the radio. Yeah. But, Skrillex, Underground, dude, man. It's fucking awesome, dude. I think with dudes like Skrillex, though, you're bound to get some shit you don't like because he... You know, does all kinds of shit. It's bound to happen. Fuck it. Y'all like Knife Party? Knife Party? A fucking Knife Party. They're a beat. Yeah. Makes you want to dance. Yeah. yeah. Some good shit. I might know a couple gems. I'm not sure though. Sure, my dude. fucking awesome. I will. Excision, he came out with a new album recently. He's got a lot of fucking metal vibes. He's KJ Saka, he's like a dude who does a lot of his drum samples that he uses for his like production. And they play like a live set that like called Destroyed. They come out with like guitars that like are like actual like launch pads. KJ Saka plays the drums. It's pretty lit. it's pretty lit. Sounds awesome. Yeah, dude. It's cool shit, dude. I love metal and dub mixes though. Skrillex made some shit with corn. Yeah. You ever hear that? Like, that was yeah. pretty dope. But, um, yeah. We should, like, find an artist that's, like, some good mix. Because there's nothing better that's, like, something you fuck kind of bob your head to. Rez, she's, she's got, like, a dark, like, she's, like, kind of up, she's, like, new. She's, like, got, like, a dark kind of, like, like, kind of, like, fucking haunted house kind of vibe. She's really got, like, the fucking deep shit. It's really cool. She's like, I don't know, her genre is just like, what the fuck, honestly. I like what the fuck music. Yeah, she's good. I saw her at Moonrise this last weekend. She's really good. Some what the fuck music, though. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, not like, what the fuck are you doing, but like, what the fuck? Like, you're different, but you're good. Like, Stolen Babies. God damn it, I love that fucking band, dude. But they're fucking bonkers. Lead singer plays an accordion and sings, and she's fucking wicked good. Huh. An accordion? Yeah. yeah. They make some really cool, like, weird circusy sounding shit sometimes. Not like how you would think. It's hard to really explain. But they're fucking awesome. Their drummer's Gil Sharon, you know, uh, the Dillinger Escape Plan? You don't know what Dillinger Escape Plan is? No shit? Oh, wow, that's a surprise. You should listen to those guys, dude. Okay. But the drummer, Gil Sharon's amazing fucking good. Amazing. I've been watching a lot of drummers lately, dude. Getting myself back into it, getting motivated. It's almost time. You know, man. With his hand. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I was pulling a wicked good guitar tone earlier. Also, Brandon Small, uh, I, I might have to say, is probably the most in my opinion, underrated, but at the same time, he does have his own fucking TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Two. I didn't know that. Which one? I know uh, Metal Apocalypse. Have you ever watched home movies? Mm-hmm. 
the Rush Hole movies, it's an Adult Swim original, dude. Like, when Adult Swim first aired, Hole movies was one of the opening shows. And it's fucking goofy-ass animation, this way overly mature little kid that lives with a single mom and a shitty soccer coach and shit. It's pretty fucking funny. It's really good. Yeah, it's Brendan Small, dude. Probably, like, I have favorite guitarists, drummers and shit, but, like, Brendan Small literally takes the cake from everybody, dude. He does, like, everything for a profession that I would have... If I could choose anything to do for a profession like that I've ever wanted, he does all of them. Voiceover work, animation, mm. and music. And then he made Death Clock and made it all one fucking thing. And I'm like... Combine. Dude, and Death Clock such a sick fucking band. God damn it. And now they got fucking Gene Hoagland from Fear Factory making music with him. Dude, he's like a legendary drummer. He's like change the fucking game up with footwork back in the day and shit and he'll take complex shit that people are doing with crazy fucking rhythms and numbers he's like well all it really is it that that's all you do yeah and then it'll make you go oh okay and then you sit down and fucking do it it's weird as shit he's amazing oh it's only just like this and that and that and just this and boom he could teach me show you surgery like that and it would work He's got a fucking flat tire gut, too, because he's all old and shit. <laughs> but anyway, Brendan Small. Probably my favorite guitarist on this list, too. But I don't think he's as underrated as a lot of the guys on here. Especially David Gilmore from Pink Floyd. Nobody, Nobody knows. Man. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. I would probably say 80 fucking something percentage people who can tell you who Pink Floyd is can't tell you who David Gilmore is. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. Or their bassist because they've had like 28,000 million in five. <clears throat> yep. Didn't their bassist I watched their Dark mix? Side of the Moon movie when I was tripping balls. I think the bassist mixed that shit, dude. Yeah. Who's the one that makes that? Maybe. The one that played with them. I think they had yeah. two bassists throughout that whole record, actually. They went through bassists, like, like, all the time. I have no good analogy, like underwear or anything like that, but they quite frequently went through bassists. Bassists. I was bassist Pink Floyd. We're well on our way to being that, month. too. We gotta have one other one first. Yeah. <laughs> or just be a two piece. Or you can switch to bass and play like the guy from Royal Blood, where he's got like a shit ton of pedals, changes up his effects and shit. That would be wicked. It is really cool, dude. The only trouble is with Think about water. that, yeah, from like a fucking performance standpoint. People would love to see that shit, too. It's true. But. Being a DP though, man, like writing a lot of music, you start to get involved with the recording process and layering, adding more shit, and you're like, oh, well, fuck, we need somebody to play live for us, which means that we gotta be like somebody's boss on learning our music to play with us. That's like yeah. one of the hardest things to do, man. Especially if you're not paying them. That just, just takes away passion. from the whole aspect of just playing the music yourself. Yeah, no, exactly. You have to have the passion for it. Most definitely. Yeah, because it's not like, like Green Day, who has a rhythm guitarist come play for him live, and it's been like the same guy forever, I think. It's like a little bit different, it's cool, and it makes it sound better, which I'm all about, but if you got to have people coming in to fill in to play your music actually the way it's written, then it's just like, you know. It's just like, ah. Oh, yeah. It's just like, yeah, but like, ah, oh, yeah. My parents went to go see Smashing Pumpkins the other night. It's my mom's favorite band. It's like her bucket list thing. And uh, it's the first time they've actually had like three guitarists in the band. Unless you found a way to fucking like loop it with like mixing, like recording it, like with like DJing, like loop it. Reggie Watts style. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Work the two piece and just find a way to loop it and fucking. I love that Afro motherfucker, dude. He's hilarious. He's probably one of my favorite comedians. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's awesome. 
He's really good too. Yeah. And he's been like working out, shit, losing weight. Speaking of musicians, how about we uh, how about we listen to some music? Here? Yeah, we're like thirty five. PTA Hill. Hail. PTA no, Hill. Hail. We're uh, aren't we doing a burial? right now? We're, yeah, we're gonna be doing the Beyond the Veil. We'll end with of Shadowland and what's it called? Beyond the Hill of Beyond the Veil of Shadowland by Bureau of Burial of Oath. It sounds like Beyond the Veil of Shadowland. Yeah. And here we go. Beyond the Veil of Shadow of the Shadowlands by Burial of Burial of Burial of Burial 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 of Alright, we're gonna do good news time. Let's, let's hear some good news. So Top School of Medicine is now paying tuition for all medical students. The NYU School of Medicine just announced that they're offering full tuition scholarships to all current and future students 
in its MD degree program, regardless of need or merit. That's pretty big. Yeah, dude, it's a bold effort to simultaneously address the rising cost of medical education and still attract the best and brightest students to careers in medicine. I say because those kids are in school for a long time. Oh, yeah, dude. It usually, according to uh, New York Times, the school has already raised $450 million of the $600 million necessary to finance the historic initiative thanks to more than 2,500 trustee, alumni, and friends. And this is in New York? Yeah. Fuck. So, you want free education for being a nurse or doctor, dude? Go to New York. Go to New York, man. They're doing free Donate. education right now. How about our colleges be exactly the way our public schools are since we pay enough in fucking taxes for it anyway? What do you say? Where the fuck's all that money? You know where it's going, brother. Yeah. That's a whole other discussion. Alright, but the yearly tuition costs covered by the scholarship are $55,018. But uh, its annual room and board it will not be con concluded or included. Uh, the announcement comes as a huge relief to like 95 new students who were admitted to the school and 350 students who still have three or four more years left in the degree program. So they're going to like make it active for... That's really cool, dude. Oh, yeah. And it talks about the classes and shit. But that's on goodnewsnetwork.com. Good news. But according to the... I want to read this real quick. According to the Association of America, or American Medical Colleges, 75% of all doctors in the U.S. graduated with debt in 2017. Additionally, the median cost of medical education or tuition and fees for private medical schools is 59605 And the median current debt of graduating student is 202,000. What's more, 21% of doctors graduating from private school do so more with like 300,000 of educational debt. Damn. This one, this one's short. Sure. Uh, one of Seattle's most beloved bands just rallied the cities into raising millions of dollars for the homeless. Seattle and their bands, dude. Pearl Jam played two concerts at Sofeco, or how do you say that, Sofeco Field this week, which means of getting the community together to address extreme poverty. In addition to encouraging 100 Seattle businesses to join the fundraising efforts, the show raised over 11 million, 90% of which will be donated. The businesses participating in the initiative all volunteered to donate varying portions of the proceeds to the charitable initiative as well. The money is set to be distributed to 40 different homeless organizations based on out of Seattle. Cool. Pretty dope. We got a big homeless issue in our country. Hell yeah. About 50,000 of those motherfuckers are vets. I say, yeah, I saw a shitload when I was in Maryland. Like, every intersection, there was a homeless person. It's the way it is, man. It's fucked. There's, like, Tent City out in, is it California, I'm pretty sure? Mm-hmm. Dude, there's so many people homeless because of the there's fucking fires, too, Tent City. There's a place called Skid Row that's famous for motherfuckers, like, going there because they're homeless. Yeah. What's funnier is there's, like, people who do economic studies on stuff, and it's actually cheaper for the taxpayer if we made a housing program for homeless people than it is to keep them on the streets, because when they're on the streets, they're either always going to jail or in the hospital, dude. And that puts us a far more... Puts them a far like, higher they're a lot more at risk when they're on the street. It's true, dude. Like, not only... Is it us not giving a fuck about people? But it costs us more money to do that. We could save a lot more money if we had a housing program for homeless people. And like I said, like 50,000 of those motherfuckers are vets. So messed up. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? How about not giving weapons to Saudis and maybe giving our soldiers on the street houses? I don't know. Fucking weird thought. I don't fucking... I don't. So like America likes to get their nose like into everyone's business but our fucking own, dude. Yeah. 
And when it's business, it's not even about drama like that, dude. It's more about business. Business. It's about that it business. business. Yeah, business. Dude, so when I was at work, okay, this teenage girl's like 14, was checking out their mom. She's like, hey, mom, can I go start the car? And she's like, no, you're not going to fuck with my car and just mess with my radio station. She's like, five minutes later, mom, why can't I just go out? I'll cool it down. And she's like, no, I have a remote starter. I can cool it down right here. Then she waits like five seconds. She's like, I'm fitting to go start the car. <laughs> she's like, I'm fitting to go start the car. She's like 14 and like wider than me, dude. And it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Just took her mom's keys and walked out the door. <laughs> Sorry, right. thanks, mom. I'll see you later. Yeah, she's hardcore, dude. White girls nowadays. You know what I'm actually wondering, <laughs> dude? That mother, the, you remember that fucking video that you showed me with the deer and the the cat and the dog, the ghetto Cranbrook deer. Yeah, I'm wondering if that dog's okay. Why? Because that deer fucked that dog up, dude. Yeah, but dude, we watched it today. <laughs> Look at what's going on, though, right? The dog just kind of takes it. That dog could have avoided that whole situation. It could have rolled the fuck over with its fat ass and took off running or something. It just stayed that there dog and fucking just takes took that it. Beating. Yeah. I'm the shit. To be honest, that dog also <laughs> Twilight. 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 Wait, the dog got his ass beat by a deer? Yeah. All, right. All right, so what's happening? Okay. And then the cat so, gets his ass beat too. But <laughs> oh, they try to beat the cat's ass. The cat's just like, hey, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, so? so there's a deer and it's, uh, what do they call it? A fawn, okay? Just like in the middle of the suburbs. And they're walking up. Middle of the suburbs. Middle of the suburbs. And... These dudes are narrating like the animals and shit, and it's funny as hell. But the deer walks up with the little one, and then there's a dog and a cat. And the cat comes up first, like talking all dirty to the baby deer. It's funny as fuck. Like, I'm finna get it. (laughs) I'm finna get it. So the the mom deer, which is actually narrated by a dude, like it's her dad or some shit, you know, comes up, starts talking shit. Yeah. And then he starts shit with the dog. Like, the deer are walking away, and, uh... The dog comes hear, up and says, hey, booty! He's <laughs> like, hey, shorty got a nice ass! And he's yeah. like, what? So eventually, the deer just fucking, like, hightails it towards the dog and starts beating the shit out of it. And the dog just kind of takes it, man. But, like, a couple the minutes... The dog was like, I'm just gonna take it. It did, dude. It, it, it literally just rolled over and, like, took it. But... After it all comes down and the deer are walking away again. I'm a peaceful dog. I'm a peaceful dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, this cat's not hard. This cat's not peaceful. It walks up and it starts talking to the deer. He's like, hey, man. <laughs> he said some shit like, I don't appreciate why you're coming you come up in my, my hood. Yeah. <laughs> starting shit with my people. And he's like, man, what you say, bitch? And the you cat walks up. up the peace. Yeah, and the cat fucking just fucking... I'm the shit, and he takes off. <laughs> <laughs> he hits that deer. That deer hits him, like tries to hit him. This is fucking. It's like one of the best videos. So funny, man. I'm the shit. Watch out. <laughs> I'm I'm fuck dude. you. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm out. For like four years, Lee and I were like twelve. <laughs> just beating the fuck out of that dog. The dude just boom, boom. Boom! Like, you know, you've ever and seen a Matador get cat, stomped man, by a bull before and yeah. how it's what happened. I think I've seen that video, honestly. You're just like, man, that dog just is getting its ass stomped. Everybody always says, I feel bad for that dog. I'm like, fuck that dog. Dude. That dog, let it happen. <laughs> yep. This, yep. Or it's just this isn't big. But everyone loves dogs. No, no. Or to see a, a dog get his ass kicked. Like, people buy dogs. Especially by like, something that we fucking hunt. For home invasions and stuff, you know? Yeah. And, like, they don't If I do saw my dog get its ass beat by a deer, I'd be like, damn, man. I have to get a new dog. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think, I need to like, train my dog. Let's, we're going to the gym. Jump on the We're going to the gym. We're going to the dog park. I got to play devil's advocate for the deer again. So, don't you think, like, deer have some uh, restitution coming? I mean, think about it. That's For true. how long have we been hunting them, splattering them with cars, That's semis true. and shit? Don't They're coming up, man. One deer at least owes it to the, their entire race to beat the fuck out of man's best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. The deer was uh-huh. like, you know what? Y'all been coming up in here for too long. <laughs> not, not, not today. In like, nope. It's not. Smash. 
Smash, 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 smash. smash. Dude, I bet he's okay. <laughs> if it were a male deer and it were like taking antlers at it and shit, the dog, I would have felt bad for the dog. But nah, I don't even think it got hit. I would have been, I would have been like the dude who was videotaping that. Like them. you're watching your dog get its ass beat by a deer with antlers, and you're just sitting. Narrating. Oh shit, man! That fucking oh shit. Well, the like, original nah. video, the original video, you can hear the people like they were just it was the neighbors and they were recording like, oh look, there's deer in the suburbs. Like, dude, where we live, we're like it's a fucking deer. Wow, but they're like, oh, honey, look at the deer. Look at the deer, right? So what they're like, a deer. yeah, and we're What's like, fuck, deer? there's like three down the road dead. I don't give a shit. That's like, <laughs> so true. Go get the camera. Go get the camera. But they're like whispering inside their house, and the deer's outside a block away. We're over here, like, oh look, there's a deer. I wonder if I can get close to it. You just walk. You can walk up to deer's around here. Oh, there's deer. Okay. When I was Dude. when I was in school, like we would walk across campus, and there'd be deer. Like at like three or four in the morning, you just walk across. And there's just deer. It's like, oh, okay. You want some snacks? This like we'll, we'll see deer right. just walking across there, right. like. Out in the middle of the day, just like walking like across highways and shit, man. Like, Dude, deer don't give a fuck. They're like sad. They're just out there trying to get some. Some of them really don't, man. There's a fucking place in uh, Topeka, Indiana. Yeah, Topeka, Indiana. It's like, uh, there's, it's sort of like a farm. It's like a farm zoo. A zoo farm for deer? I don't know. But these Amish people, they like hold animals that are in transfer. What? I'm in it. Okay. Uh, they like hold animals that are in transfer and stuff, so they're not just riding around the semis and shit for half a year. So you can go there and, like, you can see the animals while they have them and you can fucking feed them raw meat and shit. It's pretty dope, dude. And they have them, like, like the tigers, for instance, in really huge fucking kennels. So they're not, like, in a small cage. They're, like, in huge kennels with, like, shit stacked up so they can fucking climb and jump and. It's kind of cool, and you don't feel as bad, because, I mean, like I said, they're in holding. So, like, these guys are being shipped somewhere, but they're like, you're not going to carry them around like that. It's inhumane. At least keep them somewhere until they can, they have somewhere to actually go. But there's a place there where, uh, like, in the back left side of the whole fucking shindig, dude, and they raise a fucking assload of deer, and you can go there and just, like, walk in the field. I don't know, dude. I don't know. But literally... have <laughs> a shit ton of deer. Literally, like, a hundred fucking deer will just walk up to you. Like, there's so fucking many of them, it's kind of I don't know how I would feel about that. I'd definitely be freaking They could kill you. Yeah, they have wolves, too. Wolves. Ooh. Wolves. Dude, you know that uh, two U.S. states have become the first to require like mental health education in school. It's New York and Virginia. What'd you say? New York and Virginia become the first U.S. states to enact laws that require mental health education in schools. That's good. I feel like they Smart. should start that shit early. Yeah, you, you think it should be like required everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not that long ago that people with disabilities were actually like shunned. Well, I feel like now, especially nowadays, people are, like, more interested in actually learning about health, like, mental health issues rather than just, like, you're crazy, we're going to burn you at the stake. It's just, like, that person's crazy, fuck them, kill them. People actually want to know why, like, what's going on in some people's head. It's true, What makes people tick. But it's just not, like, the right people are starting to care. Like, you're right, there is more people, but it's more of people like us who are trying to give a shit. Trying to tell the people who need to be giving a shit to give a shit. Especially private prisons. The right people that need to give a shit, never give a shit. That was was the last of my good news time, was that. The mental health. Yeah, dude. That's That's really cool. Yeah, it's fucking big right there, yeah. Mm And we're going to end with some music. We're, we're running out of time, but three new bands to check out that are coming Aaron, out. Aaron, by the way. I didn't get a call from him. Mm-hmm. So, Aaron. Oh, yeah. Calls, There's Alt-J. They're an English indie rock band. Metric. Canadian rock band with a female singer. Uh, and Gus Dapperton. American. Gus Murray Dapperton. Murray from New York. But yeah, dude, you want to end with a song? Might as well. Since we didn't play any of uh, 
What's their name? PTA, PTA Hill. Hill. PTA Hill. This is FTW 2017. I believe that stands for Fuck the World. If you're for a the gamer, win. Oh, for the win. If you're a gamer, yeah. For Not if you're win. a fucking white supremacist that doesn't. It means something totally different. For the win 2017. So I guess this is definitely something I don't want to listen to. <laughs> we don't know that. Don't know that yet. For the win. Or fuck the world. Forever the white. <laughs> Northern Indian. <laughs>
We got 20 seconds, so hit us up on the Instagram, the Facebook, the Lipson. Yeah, check out that Lipson. Listen to that shit. We are up and plugged up on that. And thank you, guys. And thank you, Bands Burial Oath and PTA Hill. Peace out, y'all. Later.